But yeah, now we're back with another episode of NBN, nothing but net. Um, it's about NBN. damn time. <laughs> All right, mate, calm down. I mean, someone's been crying as if he ain't got work to do, but you know. Like Bringing up the group chat. We waited for the playoffs. Oh, we knew we'd be back for the playoffs. We're here. Um, you know, I mean, what do we call the playing tournaments? Like, for me personally, I treat it like the playoffs because it's like a one and done elimination kind of style. That are we going to count it as part of the playoffs now? I think I think it's officially the playoffs to me because you're playing for. Like, you say the playing like you're you're not playing for a better record. You're playing to get. <laughs> you're playing to get somewhere. It's the it's the it's the playoffs. The playoffs. You're playing to get to the finals. You're competing to get to the finals. You're playing to get to. You know what I mean? To progress throughout the season. So to, to progress to, 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 to the playoffs. So yeah, it's it's the playoffs to me. So oh, it's not a regular season shit. No, you know, that, that actually makes sense. That's, <laughs> you said it better than I ever could. But yeah, I think cool, the playoffs have started. Um, let's be real, we love the regular season, but as NBA fans, this is really what we're waiting for. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, like so we're going to do just like a quick recap over the playing tournament. And then, you know, maybe at the end we might touch on some of the end of year awards, and it like, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes because there's a lot, there's a lot to get through for the last couple of um, days. If anything, wow. Um, but yeah, you know, let's start with let's start with the first game we saw in it, Pacers Hornets. What 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 are you guys thoughts on that? And that, that um, I, I'll kick it off. I feel sorry for the Hornets because I think in a season where they had uh, full roster available and I know obviously there's injuries throughout the season for any team but when they had key players available Lamella Ball becoming a key player and um Hayward as well mm-hmm. I think they would have made the playoffs and without I, I, I think they wouldn't have needed to play in I think they would have made the playoffs and um, it would have been good to see that franchise see postseason basketball but they got beaten by a, a, a savvy team the Pacers the Pacers without um with um the, the Pacers um, with Brogdon playing injured, um he's 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 quietly one of the underrated players in the league, yeah. and he's he's had a fifty forty ninety season, but people must forget that. And I still maintain that Milwaukee letting him go was the worst decision they've made in the last three seasons. Yeah. Worst decision they've made in the last three seasons. I mean, but it's one of those storylines right. in NBA that isn't you know isn't top you know, exciting news that, you know, real basketball fans will know this. You know, surface casuals, meh, they won't know this kind of stuff. But um, the, 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 Pacers, the Pacers are a good team. They're, they're, a, they're, they're, a solid, they're a solid team. They're not going to go far in the playoffs, but um, they deserve yeah. to go through. And the Hornets, this is a building block season. To get to the play-in, for me, is a success because these players will come back next season and I expect them to be in that, Eighth to even as high as the fourth season. I expect him to have to to to, to be to be a game you don't want to play next season. Yeah. And that's 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 the end of their season this year. And I I, I may be wrong. I, I may have been wrong earlier, and people come at me for this when uh, I said Lamella Ball, you know, isn't going to be Rookie of the Year. I still don't think he is Rookie of the Year. But if he was awarded to it, it, it wouldn't be as bad of, of an award as I thought it would have been back then. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. I'll say one thing. Me personally, <clears throat> I was furious. I turned that game off at halftime because it's like one of those ones that normally when we talk about, um, you know, you have to know how to win. They're a young team. We mean it in the sense of like when it comes to the crunch, making the right play at the right time when it's high pressure. These guys came out with zero energy, zero effort. Like 
I was watching, I can't remember what the score was at one point. I think they were losing, it was like 79 to like 50, they were down by like 30 at half time. I'm like, this is a playing game. This is one and done. You can never let yourself get in a situation where you're literally down 30 in an elimination game. That's embarrassing. Like, mm-hmm. on the line and you're getting mollywhopped by a team that hasn't got a uh, Miles Turner, like he said, has an injured Brogdon. Um, I think they'll miss someone else. Their name escapes my mind. But like, they were missing guys. And I think there was a whole thing where, like, um, before the game, because I think I had another injury, Pacers weren't too short. Sure the start of the night was going to be before the game. And they came out and dropped 30 on your head. Like, half that, come on, man. Like, I get what you're saying. It was just, for me, for me that's just, like, extremely disappointing. Um, hopefully, like you said, they can come back better. You know, Rozier, um, I feel like he needs to kind of move on. So, like, people like Ball can, you know, take take the reins, clear that kind of spot. spot. Give money. He needs to become a. He needs to become a, a, a combo guard and play off ball more. But Lamella, I don't think I like Lamella on the no, ball. No, no, Rozier, Rozier. Oh, Rozier. Sorry, I thought you meant Lamella. I was gonna say I don't want Lamella off the ball. Um, but I'd rather I'd rather see Malik Monk get his turn because even in that game, off the mm. bench, he did what he always does. He comes off the bench, nineteen minutes, thirteen points, back on the bench. I don't know who he's offended in that organization, but <laughs> they refuse to let the guy play for like the last four years. But it's, it's, it's been upsetting. But yeah, like for me, my takeaway was that. I, I now understand when they say like a young team ain't ready because we saw a young team in one of the highest pressure games where it's for the first time in NBA was in one and done and they know of what to say they just choked they just choked but yeah we'll see we'll see how they go out. Lips, do you want to touch on that before we go on to Wizards Celtics? Uh, yeah, okay. So my thing with that is uh, I you said a lot of what I wanted to say. I mean, they were poor. Um, I didn't have that. I didn't have like huge hope for the Hornets. They're a young team, and uh, like, as you said, but uh, you know, my thing is, I look at the kind of the key players from last season. Um, like Rozier, I've really liked this season. I think he's he's been uh, more active, come up in the clutch a couple of times. Mm. Um, my problem is with guys like with the with the usage of Malik Monk and guys like Devonte Graham. Like, I thought Devontae Graham, I think Devontae Graham has had a very disappointing season. And this was the time I expected guys like him to kind of come to the fore, you know what I mean? To kind of make their presence known. You know, this is like the first, this is the, this is really like the first like kind of hopeful moment they've had since Kemba left. So it's kind of, you know, you kind of hope for that. But at the same time, like, you know, I felt like the Pacers were, I went into this feeling that the Pacers were always, were always going to win it. Not as comfortably as they ended up doing, but... You know, I, you know, I, I didn't really. It, it it went the way I thought, like more or less the way I thought it would. You know, just with more disappointing performances. Yeah, you know, I heard that man. I mean, yeah, I think we were all on the same page with that one. But all right, let's move on to uh, another one. You know, let's just combine it. Let's talk about the Wizards' playing tournament as a whole. So first, about the whole game against the Celtics, and then obviously the follow-up game um, against the uh, Pacers, isn't it? So. Let's start off with the Celtics. Um, what what was your view? How did you guys find that game? What was your takeaway? Do you do you so obviously let's start off that's like obviously the Celtics won 118 to 100, obviously. Um Jason Payton, mm-hmm. 50 piece, uh Westbrook and Bill, I think they combined for something like uh, I can't remember the top of my head, I think it was just like 40. I think basically Tatum, I know Tatum outscored Bill and 42. 42, sorry, that's it. Yeah, he outscored a verse. So what what do you think it was? What do you think that game was more Tatum showing? Flashes of being an elite player or Westbrook coming short in the playoffs again? Okay, so Jason Tatum is in the hierarchy of superstars in the league. He's above Russell Westbrook at this point. 
that that he's above Ross Westbrook, and that's people are gonna look at me like that's a hot take, that's mad, that's crazy. Don't get me wrong, Russell Westbrook has gone further in the playoffs with the with the Thunder. Has you know the triple double record? He's the MVP. He's a he's a former MVP. But in terms of current status in the league, I would rather build a team around Jason Tatum than Russell Westbrook. And that's that's where I'm going with this. Mm. Russell Westbrook's career for me, it's 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 already gone past the peak, and he's to me he's he's barely a star right now. And it's I, I know I know I know people may disagree with me. You know the triple doubles are you know he's he's turned around the Wizards to just about scraping into the playoffs. But for me, it's, 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 it's incredibly disappointing. And I'm going to answer the question, what do we think about the Celtics? The Celtics won with a very depleted squad. Jason Tatum on his own, fair play to him. I don't think they're going to go far in the playoffs. The, the Wizards should have won that game. The Wizards should have won that game. They shouldn't have needed the two games to get into the playoffs, which is, again, which to me is a knock on Russell Westbrook. But the point I'm trying to get at is this season the way the Wizards have struggled with the way Russell Westbrook has struggled at the Wizards with Bill is I'm now seeing a CV of players you've played with and struggled. That's, that's the storyline with Russell Westbrook, which has been marked over by the triple doubles. So who, like, to me, to me, Russell Westbrook's stock is, is low. He, right you, 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 you need to be stopped. You need to be stopped. Okay. They're, they're okay. No, 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 no. Okay. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Okay. You said your piece. You said your piece. I mean, okay. The thing is, the thing is, the thing is, right. All right. So this game, what I'm going to say is this. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum came up huge for his team. In a, mm-hmm. a, you know, like, and, and, and it's really admirable in a way that I didn't think he would, honestly. One thing that's lost in this is Kemba Walker also putting up 29, right? Like they, they put up 80, but like damn near 80 between between the two of them. So he he came up real, he came up uh, uh big for his for the team too. You know, of course, uh Marcus Smart and Tristan Thompson, if you were watching the game, like they, you know, they're a better defensive team. There's also that. There's also the fact that, you know, in situations like this, like, I mean, you know, we we have Scott Brooks on one side. And Steve Brazil was on the other side. You know what I mean? Like all season, the Wizards have been nerfed by their by their coach, basically. You know what I mean? That's another thing. We can't keep blaming Westbrook for do for everything. The defense is terrible. Oh well, Westbrook. If he was really like, come on, man. Why are we blaming Westbrook? Do you know who else had something of a poor game? Bradley Beal. That's an injured Bradley out. Bill, but yeah. Huh? St- an injured Bradley Bill, but yes. Westbrook was injured for the first for the first quarter of the season. No one gave him no one, and was still playing. No one gave him a, a no one let him rest for a second. Listen, I'll tell you right now. I get what you're saying about the triple doubles, right? To at a certain to, at a certain point, it don't mean nothing when you're not winning. I get it. You're right. But in this instance, we can't we can't blame uh, Westbrook for for them losing in this particular game. The Wizards were struggling anyway. They were already struggling. It's not like he got there and it just got worse, okay? You're saying that he's struggling with superstars and, oh, yeah, he struggled with Paul George, even though we take the piss out of Paul George. But, yeah, he struggled with Paul George. Now he's struggling with Bradley Beal. Even though the team ain't shit, even though the coach ain't shit, he's struggling with Bradley Beal. That's, that's, that's how many players you're struggling with. No, it's not struggling when the team... It's not like him like struggling to make it work when the team ain't shit. 
Like the team ain't shit. And somehow, somehow they, they've gotten into the 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 they've gotten into the playoffs. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, let me not say the team ain't shit. The team ain't where it should be. Okay. Right? So yeah. I, don't know I just I, think I, 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 yeah. sorry, go on, sorry, go on. No, no, I was no the last I was just gonna say, like look, Westbrook, obviously he's not as um he's not as as uh, like he's he's not as big of a star as he used to be. Of course, I'll give you that. But we can't keep pouring it on. In t- we can't keep pouring it on in terms of the slander. The slander don't need to go that deep, bro. It don't need to. Uh, you know, I hear I hear what you're saying. I know um, why you why you why you say that. But I'll, I'll put it like this: we take the piss out Paul George, but it's really tongue in cheek. We know he's one of the top guys in the league. Like we take the piss out of him because he's underperforming in terms of what a top 10 player or more than a top 10 player should be doing in high moments. So yes, we take the position of Paul George, but nobody would make a top 10, 15 list and leave him off and actually factually back it up. It'll be out of their own agenda. That'll literally be an agenda of a facts kind of thing, isn't it? Um, for me personally, I'm disappointed in Westbrook, but I'm more impressed with Tatum because I'll be honest, I don't, I didn't think he had that in his bag. And like, Kay, you said something, obviously, Tate is a bigger star than Westbrook. And I, I, I thought about it, you know, I can't even argue it anymore. Like, with Westbrook, the only thing keeping him irrelevant is the triple doubles. And these triple doubles are ones where, okay, you know, playmaking, you can never poo-poo assist. You're getting your guys in the right position to score. Well, <clears throat> scoring two is very inefficient. <laughs> so that is be kind of against you. But, you know, you're still getting 20-something points um, averaging. Fine. The rebounds. I think the rebounds... Okay, you, you've heard my agenda against LeBron when I talk about his rebounds in it, about how he's um, cherry picking um, not, and just like hunting for uncontested rebounds. Well, I again, that's something that's tongue in cheek in it. Like he does it sometimes, but he's not doing it all the time. Westbrook is a criminal. How are you a player who's meant to guard the perimeter, but somehow you're always in the paint to grab rebounds? Like even analysts have started mentioning it. Like, okay, you're getting 14 rebounds, but I'm starting to notice that you're sagging off your man when the shots come in, you're turning around, like you're not, playing proper defense because you're trying to get that, get that number, get the stats, be Mr. Triple-Double. Like, okay, well done. You've now passed Oscar Robertson and you've got an MVP and that's all you'll be remembered for. You, there's no title coming. There's no more future MVPs coming. There's no good performances. But that's what, sorry, that's what I'm going to whisper because it, it, it annoys me with that, with that. But for me, Tatum showed me that, okay, I haven't got Brown. I haven't got Marcus Smart for part of the game. My team needs me. I think they were down a bit in the first half. I think man dropped mm. like 23 in the third quarter or something like that. Something stupid like that. Like, yeah. that is one of those moments, like, I've arrived moment. Like, when Steph had those moments where he's dropping, like, um, 20 something in a quarter, when Clay dropped 37 in a quarter. Like, you know when people have those... Yeah, moments? yeah. Okay, I've arrived. I'm here moment. When I'm in the zone, when I've got my Kobe mentality on, I'm going to get buckets. There's nothing you can do to stop me. And for me, that's the biggest thing point. Because I think, bring back... Jason Taylor needs to take whatever he found in that game and bring it with him into the playoffs. Because if he plays like that as, a, as, as let's be real, like he was um, KD-esque in a sense, where he could score from all levels, free throws at the rim, from deep. If you can bring a fraction of that back into the playoffs, um, Jalen Brown comes back, I think maybe, um, uh, what's it called, Kemba starts playing like Kemba again, like we saw he showed in that game. The Celtics mm-hmm. could be one of those teams where their seeding doesn't reflect their ability once it hits the playoffs, like they've had a bad regular season, mm-hmm. but they've got well, I was the one that caught lightning in the bottle. They've they found it, they've got it now. Like you're facing us, um, an eighth seed that really should be a third seed the way they're playing right now. But yeah, so for me, 
as much as I'm disappointed with Westbrook in terms of how he plays in general, that specific game for me, it was, it was Tatum's, Tatum's coming out party when it mattered, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, but let's just quickly switch gears. So still on the Wizards, but against the Pacers real quick. Um, so do, do you guys feel like Westbrook and Bill redeemed themselves? This end, no, get out of here. No, no, no. The Pacers. Come on. Oh, my. Okay, no. No. Like, this guy, I watched that game and this guy was celebrating like he just won a chip. Like you just made the playoffs, and that's that's now what his career is. Since 2016, he hasn't beaten the second round of, of the playoffs. Since 2016, it's been second round at most, and it's only been second round once. The other time he's been bounced out in the first round. Do you remember when the Jazz bounced out Russell Westbrook in the first round? The Jazz. Wasn't that was that insane? Russell Westbrook. This guy, PG, PG put up five points in an elimination game. No, I refuse to have this. No, listen, listen. You're turning me into a fuck. You're turning me into a fucking um um Westbrook Westbrook fanboy, and I don't like it. I don't no, like you, it. You, you are a Westbrook like apologist. No, no, right no. Now. I'm not. I'm not. You listen, are listen, a Westbrook listen, apologist. Listen. This is what you're doing. I'm not being, you're I'm, I'm being an apologist. I'm really not. I'm really not. But what you're doing is actually fucking criminal. Okay. Like that, what you're doing cannot be allowed to run. It cannot okay. be. Okay. Listen. Okay. What, what was the record for the damn Wizards beginning of the damn season? What was it? It was something, it was something in the, it was something like, like, uh, damn near 10 to 20, like, uh, like 10 and 20, something, something, like, something that. like that. Yeah. Let me, can I, let me finish. Something like 10, 10 and 20, right? That they started losing, 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 right? To get from there, to get from there to have a, an incredible stretch of games where I think they were like, 12 uh, 12 and, and 4 or something like that like to for them for them to 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 go through that type of through, through that type of being that trash at the beginning of the season to making so, such progress to where they're now sneaking into the playoffs a team that hasn't been in their playoffs since when that that since uh for like what so three or so years something like that like come on man like not great great it don't need to be the, the celebrations don't need to be that deep, but you can't you can't like take that away from him too much or hit, take it from the team because the team has had a tough season. The team has had a tough couple of years. Like, come on, man! And you can't keep saying Westbrook lost. Westbrook lost. No, no, it's not. It's not just Westbrook. Westbrook is is in for all for all the bullshit. All the bullshit the, and, and, and the way he plays and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. With with the with the bullshit uh uh, uh rebounds and the, the, the boatload of shots he takes, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's still he's still contributing in a meaningful manner to that team. He's still contributing in a meaningful manner, he's still getting the ball to the right people. Mm-hmm. And when and and, as, and I say this in, in, in the context of OKC, when you're getting the ball to the right people and they are not doing what they are supposed to do with the ball. How and they are stars too. How um how um how is he getting the 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 bowler to the blame? How? No, no. So so just just to, to your point on Paul George scoring five points in a elimination game, that was ridiculous. I'm not going. I'm, I don't get me wrong. I have corn for Paul George, but he's not the subject of conversation right now. That that elimination game, that series was not a one and done series. It's the, it was a traditional best of seven, and I hold Westbrook just as accountable for losing to the Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell. Was that not Donovan's first year in the league? Yeah. Was that not Donovan's first? That's embarrassing. 
That is that. Oh no 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 no. That is embarrassing. But that's not that's not the topic. That's not the topic. The question is, did they redeem themselves against the against the um Pacers? No, they did what they should have done. Beat the Pacers. It's the Pacers. Brogdon is injured. Brogdon is injured, and Levert. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Levert didn't play. Yeah, Karis Levert didn't play. So you're playing the depleted, the depleted Pacers. And I expect the Wizards to be a first round exit in the playoffs. And again, that carries on the, the, the trajectory, the downward trajectory of Russell Westbrook's career. Because you take away the, 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 you know, I was about to say the crippled doubles, but you know what? That's probably right. Take away the crippled doubles. He, what, what is he? What is he? What is he? I could make a crippled doubles. You know, you know, you know let, let me just end on this one point, right? You know when people beat a record, like um, Steph Curry beats um, Ray, Ray Allen's freeze in a season or freeze in whatever, you're like, you know what, you deserve it. He does not deserve to have more triple-doubles than Oscar Robertson. He does not deserve to have more triple-doubles than Oscar Robertson. And uh, Oscar, Oscar Robertson's a, a nice guy, he won't say it. If it was a guy like Shaq that has the mouth to say shit, I wish someone would, would call would call Russell Westbrook out on this 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 madness. This you know what you know what this will be the telling point when this stupid contract is over. Let's see what he gets in the league. Let's see what the league actually pay him. Are they gonna pay him near enough this supermax to lose again wherever he goes and not beat the first round of the playoffs? Anyway, I said my piece, man. I, I had yes. to get off my chest, Mister nah, Triple Double. I'm gonna tweet that Triple Double. Triple Double. Okay. I'm actually dead. <laughs> okay, so so, right, quick dips, quick. They, quick, quick. Okay, cool. Quickly, so they, you know, they didn't. I wouldn't say they they uh, redeemed themselves, but they made it to the to the playoffs. And for this, it's this. It's not like we're talking about a team that's been that's like a perennial like playoff contender or whatever that mm-hmm. have squeezed in into the that have just about made it into the playoffs. Like you know, you know, so. Like I think it's it's uh, accomplishment for more so for the team than it is for Westbrook, but he's one of the leaders of the team, and he's one of those guys that's gonna still like kind of uh, you know lift his team, try and lift his team as much as possible. So he's so there's there's a moment to be made out of this. The only thing I'll say is Westbrook wasn't the one guarding Donovan Mitchell and put up five points. That's what I'm gonna say. That's what I'm gonna say. Gabriel, go ahead. We've got original system, but we're not going to get into that today. Um, cool. Let's move on to the West. So, obviously, the West is where the big ticket item was, the big ticket game. Um, this is where that like, each of the memes with like whoever Adam Silver when he saw Lakers versus Warriors in the play. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But like, it's, 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 let's be honest, it saved the playing tournament in a sense, but in the case of like everyone is clamoring to watch LeBron versus Curry because yeah. this is like. I don't know. I, I mean, arguably, in my opinion, it's a magic bird scenario, in my opinion. Yeah. All-time greats yeah. continuously see themselves in the postseason against each other. But, you know, some people might hate the comparison, but whatever. That's I see it like that. It's like our modern-day bird magic. That's, might not be the bad. outright best, but they were up, up there. They're always gonna, they've got to argue for the top five ever. And then they're still... I thought you would hate that, Mr. KD. Yeah, he would have a problem. With I wonder if he's tweeted about that already, but anyway. <laughs> but yeah. He, uh, probably from the burner. Probably from the burner. Which one? Well, everyone's got burners, yeah. Damn, I'm missing out. I'm here. I'm here using my own name. Shit. No, he he has a, he has a couple burners. He has burners. Burners. Who exposes burners in it? Like let's 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 leave let's leave them as, as they're meant to be. Um, but yeah, Warriors Lakers. It went down to the wire. Lakers 103, Warriors 100. Um, what were your thoughts about that game, guys? Like, did it live up to that? Do you think it lived up to the hype? And you think everyone 
it, it was incredible. It was incredible. I mean, Matt, what like, bro? I, it was. I, I couldn't believe it, man. Um, like, first I was like truly disappointed in the Lakers in the first half. Like, just they had no real intensity. Still getting a couple stops when they needed to and stuff, you know. But they were not like AD, especially. Like, AD didn't come alive to what the, the I think it was the the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, like midway through the fourth quarter, has still had seven points. You know what I mean? To a certain point of the fourth quarter, like, and Curry, man. Like, Curry, what he put up, like, 35? Some of these shots he was making, man. Like, he is actually, what he's done for this team, or, you know, like, to, to, to get them this far, like, he is, inc- he has been incredible this season. Played an amazing game, and, like, just, like, like, LeBron making that final shot. Mm-hmm. I, man, I'm still speechless. It's just everything about it was just amazing, man. That final shot was fucking incredible. On Curry, in Curry's face as well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was, With that one was eye. an amazing game. We, we, <laughs> let, 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 okay, but uh, still a great shot. Like, what you guys are doing now, this, this is how like, myths and legends of moments just get exaggerated over time. It's like, yeah, LeBron, exactly, bro. outside from the free 35 yards, Fade away, one eye, couldn't see. <laughs> Last minute, it was, it was a buzzer beater too. Trust me, if exactly. I was remixed. <laughs> Trust me. Um, that game could quite well have been the best game of the year. Game of the year, game of the season, no matter what happens in the playoffs to some extent. That's the game everyone wanted to see. That should, that in some ways, that could have been the playoff finals. And what I mean by that is just the quality of basketball being played. And the quality of NBA stardom on on the floor. Um, LeBron is the best player in the history of the game. Even crippled, even injured, he wins the game. He didn't even have his explosiveness. He became that, you know what, I'm just going to coordinate gameplay. And that's what he did. And he won the game. And he was not even fit. He might not, he might not, he, I don't think he will reach full fitness this postseason. But that is who LeBron James is. It's unfortunate the Warriors lost, but you know what? Steph Curry, as good as he is, he cannot carry a team to the promised land by himself. He needs other stars with him, and that's what this game showed. And he needs other offensive stars because Draymond Green, as good as he is defensively, didn't have it on offensive end. He made a few decent plays. He, you know, attacked LeBron James. That should that that was grievous bodily harm. The, the, the LA County Sheriff should be after him. But anyway, whatever, different conversation. Um, that game was phenomenal. It was gripping. You know, the the, the Lakers didn't lead into the until the fourth until the um, fourth quarter. Didn't have a lead until the fourth quarter. The um, the uh, I think the um, Warriors lead at one point was fourteen points. Um, then they went then went the other way. Had a deficit in the fourth quarter. It, it was it, it was intense basketball throughout and clutch plays, big moments, win the game, and that's that's exactly what it was. The problem for the Warriors has been a problem all season and why the, the, the floor in Steph's game, apart from size, turnovers, turnovers. He's as, as good as he is with the ball. He just has, you know, a couple too many turnovers. And I compare him to um, a point, point, playmaking point guards of our generation, Chris Paul, um, Steph Curry, whatever. But I compare him to Chris Paul in that. Chris Paul obviously hasn't got the offensive package that Steph Curry's got with handles and shooting at that level. But Curry really needs to have that that um, 
that ball responsibility that Chris Paul has in not giving away need needless turnovers. When you do your turnover to assist ratio or um, um, assist before the assist, Chris Paul kills Curry in that. And I think Curry would be Curry would be the next level. That that one that slight tier higher as a point guard if he cut out the turnovers because that's the oh, it's him beating himself. That's my that's that's the irony of it. But no, um, not to waffle on. It was a great game. It was a great game, and I don't think there's anything else to say to it. Things I can't even argue with you, man. Like as a Warriors fan, I've um, like obviously I'm a Warriors fan, and I say it was Philly, but I mean I'm a Bead fan. Those are the two people I can say that like, I root for, and I have seen us literally throw the game away repeatedly, like, like yeah, like yeah, like it, it, it just it's just one of those ones where. Like obviously, I've I've flashbacks to fucking game seven where Steph's doing behind the back, throwing it out of bounds, and I'm thinking the thing that makes you special is what makes you a liability. At sometimes, like you can't be given six turnovers in a game like that, especially when you're up fifteen. I think they had like seven turnovers, and the second half they had like almost double the amount. And you know, collect, um, Draymond and Steph, because Draymond's complicit in this as well. Sometimes combined for oh, seventy percent, sixty percent of the team's turnovers. Like, fair enough, you're handling the ball, but come on, guys. Like, 12 turnovers between two players. Sit down in the timeout, I'll talk it out, say, okay, let's let's get, let's get lock in. Um, but now, as a whole, um, I feel like, because we'll touch on the other games in a bit, but I feel like this was Steph, in a sense, in a, in a, on the court, doing what LeBron said when he won the chip last year, give me my damn respect too. Because every single year, this false narrative has come out that he doesn't play well in the playoffs, even though he's, what it was like, no, because he'll be sharing KD, we average like 27, five and five, shooting like 50%, 40% from the three. And they're like, oh, but it wasn't quite 35. It wasn't MVP unanimous. Like, of course not. He's sharing the ball with Clay, with um, KD, with other players. Like, they always said he doesn't perform in the playoffs. And I feel like this last month and a half is the best I've ever seen Curry play on, on a stretch. I mean, he's just been, he's been hitting everyone with 35 plus efficiently. And I'll be honest, like, I feel like, if LeBron doesn't make, in my opinion, that lucky free, Steph's going to get the ball in his hands and at least have the chance to win it. And the reason I call it lucky is because um, LeBron isn't known for a catch oh, don't do that. one second don't release free from 35 feet. He can make shots from that deep, but you know he has to look at the ball first to his whole little routine before he makes those shots. So I feel like it was one of those ones where it's muscle memory in a sense, but even he wouldn't take that shot with time. That makes sense. It's not, his, it's not a good shot for LeBron. It was a good basket because of the moment, but in terms of the, it's just, like we just like said, okay, would you want LeBron to take that shot with time on the shot clock? No, that's not a good shot for LeBron. That's not in his, it's not something I say that is in his arsenal that you want him to go to as a shot. But yeah, he may, look, props to him. Great players make great, but like, like Steph said, great players make great shots in great, in big moments. LeBron did that. He's done it multiple times. But yeah, for me, I feel like, the Warriors really should have won that game, and they literally threw it away. Which is for me, I, I can't even understand. I can't understand state how frustrated I am at the fact they've done that again. But yeah, um, but okay, touch such a point. I touch in terms of that. Sorry, Curry is a superstar. I mean, yeah, everyone, everyone's a superstar. I agree with you. I can't even argue it. We need Clay back because Wiggins was good, but he's not. He's not just quite enough. He's not giving you the three point shot pushing the court enough. And Draymond, as much as I love um, his game, he's a he makes he basically makes defense seven on five with the way he plays. Um, but offensively, like or talk about the Grizzlies one. My God, I I lose my mind sometimes. Like oh bro.
Martin, man. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's get back to it. Obviously, um, Warriors Grizzlies, the game we literally finished a couple of hours ago. Um, uh, I don't even want to touch this topic to you, this man. I'm, I'm still. I was literally going to say, do you want to get do you want to get us started? <laughs> I'm still in shock. Like, I, I, you know, for once, I'll, I'll, I'll get us started man, because I, I got so much to unpack here. I'm not, I'll obviously leave you guys to touch some other ones. I'll come back to it afterwards, but. For me, like I said, Curry's playing with some of the best basketball he's ever played. Again, another literal performance, dragging the team that was underperforming. And that you know how much I talked about the um, Hornets when I was saying, oh, yeah, they're slow start as a playoff game. They didn't come seriously. The Warriors are a young team with Steph and Draymond, dragging them to where they shouldn't be right now because they they should be where the Minnesota Timberwolves are. Okay, because like Steph went bonkers. Like He, again, showed you, put respect to my damn name, has another fucking 38 piece. Draymond, good defensive performance to an extent. But I'll, I'll, I don't want to go on too much because I know I'll get angry. But this offseason, I want to see one thing and one thing only. And it's not even Clay Thompson um, being back. I want to see Draymond doing pull up jump shots, three point shooting. Because damn it, you've, I'm tired of, the, I've defended you long enough. You need to fucking score. You need to fucking score. We take the piss out of Paul George in the backboard. My man did a floater against the backboard. My man in the clutch, Curry getting double teamed. I've seen you roll so many times, but in the past, you normally had um, Javon McGee for the lob, um, Ruben Bell for the lob, kick it out to Clay Thompson. When none of that is available, what did you have left? Like, right now, I feel like Omni Man talking to Mark. I'm like, what? What? Think, think, Draymond, think. What are you doing? What are you doing? How are you going to float it up against a fucking backboard and look around like, oh, damn, guys, OT, OT. Like, no, you had an open shot and he has. No offensive package. I know we did the percent like Rudy Gobert, but at least Rudy Gobert's tall. He can dunk it effortlessly. Draymond, actually, I don't know how he's somehow regressed his entire package. He used to be able to shoot um, a freeze from the top of the key at a reasonable rate. It wasn't great. It was like 30 something, 35 when the Warriors were the unanimous Warriors because Draymond was actually a threat. He somehow has lost his ability to shoot the free, has no you know technique go to the rim, and his mid range is non existent. He, he wouldn't even attempt it. He's like, um, his mid-range is what Giannis used to be at the three-point no, line. His mid-range is what Ben Simmons is at the three-point line. I'm sure it's in there somewhere, but he just refuses to take it. He would rather double dribble, stay in the paint for five seconds. He'll do anything other than pull up, take the open J, which he has. Um, if you watch most of the Warriors games, he has open J at least 20 times a game, but he just, he must be awful at them. Especially when I watch the way he does free throws. Like, he must just be awful at them because, ah, oh, I love Draymond, but it's got to the point now where it's like, you are actually holding the team back offensively. No matter what you're giving them defensively, you better save two points, but then you eliminate like 20 on the other end because you just can't do anything if someone's not open. And yeah, I mean, for me, that's my biggest takeaway is the Warriors are in the playoffs right now. I'm happy if Draymond had at some point in his, what, eight, nine year career decided, you know what? I might need more than seven points a game. It's getting a bit embarrassing that I am the third all-star I'm going to be a legend going down the game as a guy with more rebounds and assists than points. And it's because my rebounds and assists are great, but it's also because my points are pathetic. But yeah, for me, that's the biggest takeaway. Draymond has no offensive package. He needs to go in the gym, him and Ben Simmons, tag team, working and shooting all year, come back together as respectable offensive players. But yeah, that's that's my takeaway from the game to this, man. I don't, I don't, I've got myself on mute, man. This is... Fuck, fuck, fuck Draymond. Wait, Kate, do you want to go or should I go? Yeah, I'll go. So, um, 
I said this before when we were speaking about the Lakers versus the Warriors. It is very difficult to carry a team to the promised land. The story of the game again. This game went into overtime. Close game. Story of the game again. Turnovers. Between them, the, between them, Steph Curry and Draymond Green had 13 turnovers. Steph Curry had seven with five assists. This is what I mean when I say that ball responsibility, that ball control that um, that Chris Paul has in not getting needless turnovers. If Curry had that, this game isn't close. Seven turnovers, seven possessions that ended with nothing, not even a shot. Seven turnovers from Curry, six from Draymond. Are you telling me running a play and getting a shot wouldn't have won him that game? Do you get what I mean? I don't even mean in all of those turnovers. I'm just saying this is what I mean by the floor in Steph Curry's game, which, which in my opinion has been hidden by playing with quality players over the five, last five, six years. That doesn't mean the ball is in his hands as much as it has been this year. There are 39 um, get, um, 39 win team this season for a reason but anyway look I wish the Warriors had won I wish they'd been in the playoffs because I'd rather see the Warriors than um, I'd rather see the Warriors than the Grizzlies but you know what we've got respect two players on the Grizzlies Dylan Brooks John Morant they need their damn respect John Morant chats the most and you know what he backs it up he's he's becoming a player that's backing up what he says he's not afraid in his first season, he went after Curry and his, uh, he went after Harden. He's not afraid to put himself out there and challenge the best. Last point I'll make. This Warriors team this year, can we really turn around and say they were better than that team? The team that um, um, LeBron had at Cleveland when um, when Kyrie and um, what's his name? The, the guy from Minnesota. The... And love went down. Can we really say they were better than than? Can we say they were they were worse than that team even when his best player was Mozgov and Delabadova? Can we really say they were better than the team that his last Cleveland team? This is what I mean by LeBron is an all-time great star. Steph Curry is he's, he's, a, he's a superstar, but there's levels to this. LeBron can carry a team to the promised land with minimal resources. Steph Curry can't do it. And it's not even about ability. It's just about his game. LeBron is not getting that many turnovers. He's not. He's not He's not getting seven turnovers with five assists. This is... No. But, um, look, the, we, we, we can go back and forth on this, but at the end of the day, the turnovers cost the Warriors. And I also look at, um, I also look at um, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr has to take responsibility. I don't want to hear any of this, but I've won, I've, you know, I've won however many of the last seasons, whatever. No, there, there were changes you should, you could have made earlier in the season to actually allow this team to make the playoffs. There's development that could be had. doesn't all have to, have to happen in one season. And I promise you, you're not going to keep all these players anyway. If he had taken the breaks off of Steph Curry earlier, they might have not needed a playoff. They might have not needed a play in to begin with. But anyway, it is what it is. Warriors are home now. More of the story, turnovers. Sorry, just one quick before you jump in. Okay, you mentioned the Cleveland team. And the only reason I say that Cleveland team was better in a sense is because one thing I think about LeBron James' teams that people, when he's, when he's got bad offensive teams, I'll give you that offensively, they're probably worse, or without a doubt worse, is they underrate the defensive aspect. They held the Warriors on average in that series to like 103 points. 
like fair enough, LeBron was the whole offense, but that team locked down on Clay and Steph as a unit. And that's why it was so tough for so long. Like, yeah, they slowed down the game because they they wanted to like, obviously do it well, but they actually, like, to hold the Warriors team, they got the Warriors team, what they represented at that time, to, I think they only hit, I think 106 or something was the max points they scored in that six-game series. That is impressive to not let the Warriors break 110 at all in a series. So, like, I get what you're talking about offensively. They were trash. It was all LeBron. But defensively, they really start putting some respect on these guys, man. They they played their hearts out. Yeah, they lost because they were just outgunned. But yeah, them. But yeah, they, but yeah, I think overall, you're right. Like, I'm not gonna argue. LeBron, ranking wise, is a lot better than Steph. He's in the good discussion for a reason. Steph's in a top ten discussion for a reason because he's fighting to get into that top ten conversation. LeBron's fighting to have some form of supremacy over Michael Jordan's career. So, like, there's levels to it. I won't disagree. But nah, nah. Let's not disrespect that Cleveland team. Um. A lot of flames being thrown out here, man. I gotta, I have to say, like y'all, y'all have touched on some real good points. Um, I was like, kind of, I watched it this morning, but I was like watching the, I watched the, the, the highlights again just so I could get more of an idea, more of a clearer picture. And these like turnovers are actually infuriating. Like I can imagine how pissed you were, Gabriel, watching these games. I mean, damn. Like, and it's from the most two most important important players. There's two things I'm going to say here. <clears throat> what Steph Curry did in this game was incredible. And he, his, his, some of these buckets are beyond nuts. But I, I still believe that he's like all-time great player, all of that stuff. He's not no MVP this season. I hope, I hope that's something we can all agree on, right? Especially now. <laughs> Especially now that they're not in no playoffs. He is not no MVP. That's number one. Great player, not no MVP. I think the, and the number two thing is this. I think the reason for not just this game, but for a lot of the underachieving that the the Warriors have been able to do, I should I, I should also say I should preface this also by saying that obviously we know that they didn't have no Wiseman, they didn't have like Kelly Oubre for these two games, and those those that matters, you know what I mean. But I will also say this: I think Draymond Green is at this point in time. A hell of a liability. I, I'm sorry. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. A hell of a liability going forward. Defensively, we know what he can do, right? Going forward, like, uh, people talk about, like, oh, the rebounds and the assists and shit. Those assists are going to, to Curry. And the reason, and I think part of the reason Curry gets these turnovers is because he is the only scorer in, in a lot, because uh, these players have been in for, for quite a while. A lot of these uh, games, he is the only scoring option. So he needs to have the ball all, all the time, right? It's not like Chris Paul where he's been in situations where he can kind of pass it to, kind of, uh, you know, hand it over to uh, a Harden. Or, or to a lesser degree, a say Gildas Alexander, which is how say Gildas Alexander got better uh, got a lot better that season, you know what I mean? Or, or even still this season where he has Devin Booker. I think because Curry has to have the ball, because without him, they they can't score, basically. That's part of the reason he has these turnovers, That you know, because of that that sky-high uh, usage rate. But yeah, back to Jamon. It's What is incredible for me is the fact that his offensive package, what he offers offensively, his skill set has diminished alarmingly over the last three or so years. We're talking about a guy who in that game seven, if you think back to, to 2016, 
got a 32-point triple-double, I believe. I think it was it a triple-double. I think it was a triple-double. I, so. I know he had 32. He had 32. I know that's for sure. Yeah, and they just couldn't find him in the second half. Like, this is a guy, and he was doing everything. Hitting the three. Like, back, uh, like, you know, posting up. Like, getting the mid-range. He was, do- he, was giving them, he was giving them all they wanted in that game. So, to see, to go from that to seeing in this game, him having an open look and, and instead of going for it, right, instead of going for the shot, he, tr- like, because it was, it was level. Instead of going for the shot, he tries a floater. He tries a floater in, in the lane. Like, really, bro? Like, come on, man. Like, that shit like that is, is just incredible. And, th- and that's the thing as well. This isn't the first time. Multiple times over the season, he has, he has, an, he has an offensive look or easy bucket, those types of things. And he cannot, he cannot make a shot. He cannot make a shot. He needs to lay it up. He, needs, he has to hand it off to, some, to, to, Kelly, to uh, Kelly Oubre or, or, or to or Wiseman or, or Wiggins or whatever. It's like, bro, why, why is it that you can't shoot no more? Why is it you can't score? Like, I get it. We know you are a great defensive player. That is great. That you can you can uh, rebound and assist and do this shit, but in a team where you need scoring and you can't really rely on a Wiggins consistently, you can't rely on a Kelly Oubre consistently. You need as many buckets as possible to 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 aid this this one this basically one man team over here. You have no offensive package whatsoever. I think and 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 you're like the 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 real locker room guy. You're a big uh, presence in this team. It's like you're letting your team down by not sharpening that by not sharpening that weapon you know what i mean so that's why i see i feel like a lot of this is there's a lot of responsibility to go around i think kerr deserves a level of a level of responsibility for them for this because like i said at the beginning of the season this is when kerr now has to show and prove that he is a great coach that he is an all-time coach we know you had all of the 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 talent in the world at that point where you had the 73 and nine, we had those KD teams, like even before, even this, the season before the 73 and nine, when you got to the finals anyway, like where you won the finals anyway, like this was the time for you to show like a, hey, this is, don't get it twisted. I am a, I am a large fucking percentage of why we're winners. And I don't think he really did that this season. I think Curry bailed him out. You know what I mean? So yeah, like that's, that's where I see. It. I think like the two big hits, on this season have been Steve Kerr and, and, and Draymond. Right. I mean, I won't, I won't call Draymond a hit because he's in the first of the year, you know, conversation again. It's something, especially for a team that's young. But, you know, I want to end it on a more positive note because obviously we've just gone in on the Warriors and Curry and Dre. Um, the Warriors are at least looking bright for next year because Wiggins showed up this year overall. Like he had nothing outstanding, but he showed he is a very credible second third option to um, give them what Barnes couldn't back in 2016, 17, that makes sense. In terms of 20 a night, good defense, and he's a perfect complimentary star to Clay when he comes back. Um, and he's a great defense, he's become a great defensive player too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And one thing we don't want to get lost in all of this is this was like Kay touched on um, at the start of this, Yamaran and Brooks. But more for me, Yamaran's coming out party because today he's been the almost player for me. Oh, he almost won that game. Oh, he almost posterized him there. And this game for me was Yamorant's version of what Mitchell had against the um Thunder against Paul George and um Westbrook. Like, you know, like you know, what's the what's that why uh saying okay, you gotta do you got um you gotta beat the king to be the king, stuff like that, innit? So like you gotta beat an all-star all-time great in the moment where it matters to start 
building your own legacy, building your own name, and start, you know, collecting your respect. And I think Yard did that. I mean, he had a good game against the Spurs, which is like 20 points average. But this game, he came out efficiently um, in the clutch, balling out. So for me, um, as much as I'm very angry about my Warriors, um, I've got to give Yamaran his props. And I hope he does the same thing in the playoffs because I'd love to see players like Kira Mitchell continue to make those strides and continue to make names for themselves, um, you know, as the as the times turn the league. But yeah, cool. Is anyone yeah. else got anything to say about the play-in before we move on to the playoffs quickly? Um, I feel, I feel, yeah, I, I should say as well, like, Jar was incredible. Jar was amazing. I mean, mm. I'm not sure what, it, like, about the Brooks side of things. I mean, I, I, he, I mean, he took a lot of shots. Like, I mean, I, I, I believe, I believe, I'm, a, I'm of the belief that, like, Jonas Valanciunas, actually, he didn't have the, you know, the most amazing game, but still, I think he's, he's very overlooked uh, and is a, is a very valuable uh, part of that team and deserves more respect, in my opinion. Yeah, no, nah, I agree. Definitely. definitely. All right, cool. Let's, we've covered the play in it. Let's move on to the playoffs. We've now got the full picture, the full bracket. We know who's in. We know what the matchups are. We know what the path to everyone's NBA title looks like. So <clears throat> let's, you know, let's split it quickly. Let's, let's try and touch on both real quick. Let's split it. Let's start with the, um, the East. So, just a quick question. Which matchup are you looking forward to the most um, in this current round? And which future matchup are you looking forward to seeing if, like, you know, the cards and wins fall right? Okay, uh, I got I got it instantly. Um, in this first round in the East, the one I'm looking at the most, Milwaukee-Miami. Milwaukee-Miami, because of how that series went last year, I firmly believe that, my, that Milwaukee should have been swept you know, you have everything that happened with uh, uh, with uh, Giannis's injury, him not really, him not really making his presence felt the way he should have in that series last season. There's also the fact that, like in the regular season last season, um, Miami had had the Bucks' number. You know what I mean? So there's a lot going on there. It's like you know, it's a continuation of kind of almost an evolving beef. You know. Um, uh, also, like in, in terms of like the, the the perspective, the one like that I hope works yeah, out is you. yeah, yeah. The one that I hope works out is the Bucks versus the Nets. That is going to be interesting because I don't know how the Nets are going to try how how the Nets are going to contain Giannis with them not being a great defensive team with with the Bucks also having their shooting as well. Like that's something I'm, I'm looking forward to to seeing. Yeah, no, nah, you know what? I can't feel like that's that. I think that's like one of the, the things that everyone's got to eye on at the moment. Um, for me, the match I'm looking forward to in the East that most the most, I said it, I touched it a bit earlier, Philadelphia versus the Wizards. Because again, I'm watching my favorite player, MB, the king of shithousery and backs up on the court, which I just love. I, lo- I love that package as a whole in anything. Um, pause, but like, let's just put this we're going to see a game of. Two teams, we've got a lot to prove. Embiid and the guys have got a lot to prove that we are real contenders. We are actually going to, you know, go over the hump this year and not fall short like we have in previous years. Um, even if it's like a Kawhi lucky bounce or if it's um, I'm ill, my stomach hurts or what, whatever it is, they've got to come correct this year and prove it. And more importantly, Westbrook needs to have, even if he loses, I expect them to lose. He needs to be blameless in a sense. He needs to actually come on smoke. He needs to do what Curry did in all the other ones. Like, Curry's blemish right now when Cave touched on was turnovers, but 
offensively carried the team, efficiently shot, was always a threat, didn't touch. Like, you know what I mean? You've got to be, I want to see prime peak Westbrook. I want to see the Westbrook I saw in what year did KD leave? 2016, 17? I think 2016, I need to see that Westbrook. The one that carried the Thunder to 6 7 seed, played efficiently, and was a, was a force in the NBA. Um, and Bradley Bill, that was like you got your moment. You're in the playoffs, you got a co star. You were the what's the poster child for sympathy to start the year? Like, no, nah, this, this can't run no more. I need to see you hitting 30 now. I need to see you playing big as well because Westbrook's got a lot of people like that dipstick, but Bill, you're there too. And we gave you the biggest pass. Like, look at him, he's so upset. He dropped 50 and last. Oh, Bill, like, you know, what I mean, he was the, the sympathy king. So I need him to come on absolute smoke. And I want it to be a good series. But yeah, in terms of the next round, I'm looking for I'm looking further and further ahead. I'm looking at a Philly Brooklyn final. That's what I need to see. I need to see Embiid, Simmons, um, Tobias Harris against the yes, big three. well, but against the big three in Brooklyn because I feel like that matchup is elite and it's going to be. That, I think this for the first time in a long time. I am more excited about the Eastern matchups than I am about the West, which is very rare, but. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Okay, how about you, man? So, um, I'm looking to, in the East, this is not going to be a popular pick. Um, people will say one team should, you know, destroy the other. But I'm actually looking to the next, the next Celtics because um, the Celtics have nothing to lose. Now, they've had a disappointing season for various reasons, and I still maintain that Brad Stevens should not be in a job at the end of the season. But that's a different conversation. The Nets should should really be sweeping the Celtics, but I, it's a good, the, the Nets are, the Celtics are a good opponent for the Nets to test their d- defense, as in to test what's, you know, can they actually defend when it matters? Are they actually locked in? Are they actually serious? Because I don't think it will be a sweep. And I think the Celtics could get two, you never know, maybe even three. And this could be one of those playoff um, series that weirdly goes further than you'd expect it to. And that's, to me, that's interesting because we've only seen these, you know, the big three, I, I, we're going to call them that. The big three of the Nets um, play seven, seven and a half games together this season. We haven't actually seen them play real basketball. I know the Celtics are depleted, but they're, they're not. They're not an atrocious team. I mean, they beat the Wizards. The Wizards aren't amazing, but, you know, they beat the Wizards in a game where you think, you know what? The Wizards have Bill and Westbrook. Celtics are really playing off of, off of Jason Tatum. The Wizards should should be beating the Celtics, but that's never here nor there. But I, it, I think the Celtics are a good opponent to find out if the Nets are who we think they are or could be who we think they are. Um, moving forward, I want to see um, I, I want to see uh, Philly versus um, Philly versus um, Miami. Um, I want to see I want to see Jimmy Butler against Embiid. I want to see. Embiid and the 76ers prove to us they are who we who who they think they are because we've had a narrative in the postseason of teams of of Philly teams that haven't quite achieved what what they could have achieved for injury for Ben Simmons and other reasons. Um, that's 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 a series I'd like to see moving forward later into into the playoffs. Um, if we go into the West, um, if we go into the West, um, I want to see. Look, I want to see the Lakers versus Phoenix, because aside from me being a LeBron fan, aside from me being a Lakers fan, I'm, I want to see Phoenix who said that they aren't ducking anybody. Chris Paul, Chris Paul on, had that famous interview quite recently where he said, look, you, you're in the playoffs to be in the playoffs. You don't do this 
pick and choose, pick and choose shit now that you know the Clippers have done. Don't get me wrong, the Clippers and Dallas is going to be probably the best series in the first round, but I want to see are the Lakers fit, are the Lakers healthy? Because I think Phoenix and David Booker in the playoffs could could do some damage. I don't think they're going to beat the Lakers, but I think it will be a good series. Um, moving forward, I would like to see in the late in the later rounds the Battle of LA. Um, Kawhi famously at the start of last season falsely proclaimed he's the king of LA just before playing a game, which is a piece of bullshit. Um, who is PG? Playoff P, pandemic P, which one's gonna turn up? I wanna I wanna answer to these questions because I promise you now, if we have a playoffs this this postseason with Paul George being pandemic P, right off, right off, depreciate that asset. <laughs> Bruv, I'm done with I'm 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 done with I'm done with him more than I'm done with Westbrook. I'm I'm done. Like no, Get him on the trade block. It's 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 curtains for me. It's don't get me wrong. I appreciate he had he had that horrible injury earlier in his career, and that's what Paul George fans, the few that are still speaking for him, would say. And that's true. But it has been long enough. This isn't a physicality thing. You're not carrying knocks off of that injury. Still, yeah. you've had you've had time to recover and then some. This is this is a mentality thing. Are you are you good enough? Are, are you are you playoff P that the name you gave yourself? Because things like ducking, things like losing the last two games to what was it, Houston and OKC on purpose. If you're a real star, you're telling your coach, no, we're playing those games, we're winning, and we want whoever we get in the playoffs. That is that mentality aspect for me is so telling. Look, they're not going to make the Western Conference Finals. I won that game. They're not going to make it. They haven't got the mentality. They're going to struggle. If it's not Dallas, it could be it could be um it could be um Portland or Denver, whoever it is. They're going to struggle, boy. They're going to struggle. Yeah, no, I, you know, I hear I hear what you're saying with um the yeah. stuff. Like, I mean, yeah, I, what look at what, look at the West. Like, obviously, we're we're lucky in the sense that the Lakers had those injuries and are a bit more healthy now because. We're getting matchups we wouldn't have. Well, we're basically seeing first seed versus second seed right now, or first versus third to kick it off. Um, that's what that's what it should be if all things with assuming health, how it was going to play out. Um, but look, I'm not going to drag this out. But for me, I am looking at Denver, Portland because you know me, I'm a negative guy. I like people losing more than people winning. And in this one, there are two players with something to lose. There's, there's going to be a loser because. Either we're going to see MVP Jokic bounce out the first round, or we're going to see Lillard, who is the clutchest player in the game, who's trying to build up his own name, who's always been told he's underperforming, bounce out the first round. So someone's it's, it's, it's a beautiful situation where someone's got to lose. Like you can't both go through the next round, you can't both draw. Like someone's going to lose, and there will be a narrative to run. And I'm looking forward to it. I mean, aside from the fact that they're two of my favorite players, like one Jokic is just like I can do everything. Lillard's the case of like. If it's close, one minute left, you're too, like, I don't know, if you like basketball, you're tuning in because you know you're going to get a clutch moment from this guy. But yeah, um, in terms of what I'm hoping to see, for me, I know it sounds a bit cliche, I need to see the Jazz versus the Lakers because for me, those are the two best oh, teams in the West. Leave the Jazz alone, man. No. And for me, I've got the Jazz pinned to win it all. And then even looking at their lineup, they've got to beat Memphis, then maybe the Clippers or Dallas, and then whoever comes out from the other side of the bracket, which is tough. Um, and I see them risically with the way they've been playing. They have a great shot at doing this. So I need to see Utah versus Lakers because I feel Lakers are a big team. Utah have um, Gobert, which makes it an interesting matchup. Can you get past arguably the most defensive force in the NBA for the last three to four years to get to the finals? But for me, that's what I need to see. Um, but yeah, how about you, Dips? What, what are you looking at? I think I didn't probably guess from you. 
that, that smile. I, do, you, do you know it is? I, I, I'm both surprised and not surprised by by what you're hoping for in that bracket, man. Um, man, this is a tough one for me. Uh, in this first round, I mean. The one I'm looking at is is more so Phoenix and the Lakers, um, because just because, you know, you have kind of a team that's coming up making a name for themselves. You know, this would be Devin Booker's first uh, playoff series, Aiton's first playoff series. You know, Monty Williams has been in this thing for a while. Uh, Paul's been Chris Paul's been in this team for a while against the champion Lakers with a couple of guys who want to make a name for themselves in these playoffs as well. Taylor Tucker, Dennis Schroeder, you know. Trez, all these guys, like it's it's a lot. There's a lot going on there. Um, so that's the one. That's the one I'm looking at. It's a, the West looks really good. Three of those teams look really good. Like the Lake, uh, like the Clippers and uh, the Clippers and, and Dallas. Like that one's another one. But the main the, the main one would have to be like Phoenix Lakers. <clears throat> um, further on, I'm hoping for. I mean, I was hoping for the Battle of LA until the Clippers dropped those two games. Like, those last two games were really... And bearing in mind, the Clippers have other things going on, like them not being able to make a fucking basket in clutch in clutch time, you know? But, like, that shit just kind of just kind of dampened it for me. Like, really? Like, if you're really about it, about it, you're ready, to, you're ready to go with the Lakers no matter when, no matter where. It don't matter. Like, you're ready. Like, Lakers had the right attitude. They were like, yo, it is what it is. Let the chips fall where they may. We will stay ready. It don't matter. We're, we're on smoke, right? The Clippers, they over here, like, against the Rockets and the, and the Thunder. Like, if it was a team like that was kind of like, you know, mid-seed and shit, you could kind of speculate. There's room for speculation. But there isn't no, there's no excuse. There's no nothing to say to this. They dropped those two games. And that tells me a lot about the mentality of that team. So, yeah, like instead of that, I'm looking. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the the Jazz, the Jazz Lakers in the in the conference finals. Um, I still think it's possible that the Lakers don't make it there. This is coming from a Lakers fan, just because of one reason, one reason only: those injuries. And in the case of uh, Anthony Davis, him playing poorly prior to those injuries, and having a couple of great, only having like a couple of great games since he's come back that's why i'm just kind of i'm kind of skeptical if they of if they're even going to make the the conference finals let alone the finals i hope well, naturally i hope they do but you know those injuries seem to have hurt them and it wasn't just those two that were injured or that were out so that's why i'm still i'm still kind of on the fence with the lakers yeah. um but yeah i'm hoping for a, a lakers jazz series jazz series because you, the Jazz are are trying to come for it all, and they have everybody everybody clicking at the right time. Jordan Clarkson, Boj, uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, uh, Bojanovic, and I think they'll have uh, they'll have um, uh, Mitchell back by then anyway, yeah. right? So yeah, like uh, that is going to be fire, you know? Because ah. if, if yeah, that's that's my yeah. Sorry, I was really quick because we got like four, four minutes left. I find it left. I'm gonna quickly wrap up with one quick question. Give like like let's say you got a minute each quick quick. Who, in your opinion, has got the most to prove? What single player has the most to prove in this playoffs? Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Of everyone, you said he's got the most to prove. I mean, for me, um, in the whole playoffs. Play- in the you're whole playoffs, right? you're, you're trolling. I right? mean, no, no, no. The, the thing is, the thing is with me. I, well, 
I mean, I'm thinking of who's who's more. I'm thinking of who's like who has a great chance of, of you know, has a lot to prove, but has a great chance of actually getting. I mean, if we're gonna talk about it, you could say like Paul George. That's but, the obvious answer. But the thing is, I don't believe in Paul George. I just don't <laughs> look, man. Okay, I, I, we, we we don't have time. But yeah. Paul George, we've been here before. That's what I'm gonna say. We've been here before. And it's happened, and it's happened twice. So no, I don't believe he's. Y- yes, it's him, but no, no. Right, yeah, I'll, I'll let us segue this to another episode too, because this is like a loaded question. Where there's there's so many options for me. The guy with the most approved um, is the triplets in Brooklyn, but the head of it, which is KD, because he now needs to prove okay. that he can win without a organization that is fully functioning with or without him. Like we've seen glimpses, he's missed up almost half the season. I feel like he's got to now win. This. If he wins this chip, he will start arguing, saying, "Okay, you know what? Well, I'm one of the greats. So do it, do it." Because I'm now no. MVP, three no. chips, and I've still no. got a team around me. So hey, you can no. agree, but for me, he's got the most to prove. Because if he loses, if he loses, here's the thing: he's got a lot more to lose than anyone else. If he Look. wins, if here's the thing: this guy got to the finals with um, OKC, with um, Harden and Westbrook, got lost, then went to join the team. Then, 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 then lost in the uh, um, West Conference Finals against um, um, Golden State Warriors. Then went to join them. Then went after on being to up three one. After being up three one. After being up three one, he had one game to win, one game to win, and what three chances to win it, and you lost. And then you went to join them to win rings with you, Mister Unanimous MVP, with the Splash Brothers, Draymond, with you know. At, at one point, they 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 their starting lineup was probably what four of the top fifteen players in the league, maybe even top ten, depending on what what section of the season you wanted to call it off. Then you Tell go and start it. a super team with Kyrie, Harden, MVP, um, clutch clutch shot at the Cleveland Cavaliers um, title, and then you want to tell me you are the best if you win that? Fuck out of here! The win by and 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 not even just that, and then you you play. I think less than twenty percent of the season. Oh, I mean, man. At, not to mention you're in the East. Come, come get, get and, and no, no, no. He, you know what he's doing? He, he, what he's doing is actually worse than what Kawhi did. <laughs> what, what he's doing is actually worse than what Kawhi did at, um, at Toronto. You know, uh, we're in the playoffs. I'm gonna play like I'm gonna you know load the management to its to its max. I'm gonna stop because we are we're running out of time and but. No, he wins this, it means nothing. It adds nothing to his legacy. Bob Kiss. Bullshit. All, all I'll say is, I agree. There we go. That's we agree on something. Fair, fair enough. We, you know, we'll touch more on this um, next week. I think the better even starts today, innit? We've got the games coming up soon. So, yeah. We'll be back soon with more um, on the pleasure and our thoughts. But yeah, thanks for hanging up, hanging with us this week. Um, Aaron, There's a reason we say it's soon. LeBron and Curry's generation. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, no, that's, that's big a, facts. That's a big fact. But yeah, thanks for hanging with us. And um, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.